All right, all right. Check one, check two. This is it. Welcome to the cannabis coffee hour with your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming back for another episode. Two, five, nine right on time um well it's not right on time it's a a little past time but i don't know what about time time is uh you know who wants to get into that but it is on time when it's time to do the cannabis coffee hour and that's where we're at we're at 259 um i'm in up here in vermont uh, I drove up here, I did a little skiing, and then I'm doing a show this weekend. But the venue just changed. I have it up. I don't know. If you're in town, um, if you're by Killington, um, I'm doing a show on um, Saturday night. But I'm not sure uh, where the venue is just yet. I don't know. It's. I think uh, the venue was solid, and then something happened. And now they're going to set up like a DIY situation. So I don't know. I'm up here, and it's going to be fun. Um, You just have to roll with it, you know. I did fall down today. I had to roll it. I was killing it. I have to say I was killing it at Killington. Well, I try not to use the word kill, you know. I'm trying not to uh, um, be so... uh, (laughs) Well, just saying in comedy, people always say that killed, or even just the will to kill, you know. Um, But Killington is a cool word, and... uh, and it's a great spot. It's a great, great place here in Vermont. And uh, shout out to Matt Vita. I know we're going to make it happen. Uh, but I also wanted to make a podcast happen. You know, I have my responsibilities. And that responsibilities is uh, to puff some herb and also to smoke some uh, some ganj and drink some coffee. Um, today is it's in the evening. So what I thought with this episode, I might do like kind of a mixtape where I... Uh, you know, just record here and there along the run and then put some beats to it. You know, that's what I have been doing. I love the T8 beat machine. I brought it, but I forgot the cord uh, to mix it in. So, you know, this is, you know, I always wanted this type of podcast. And I think being flexible, you know, I don't know. You got to be flexible. I did this like wild stretch today for three minutes. You know, I do the five Tibetan right stretches but I was doing that one where you, it's not one of those, but it's the one where you kind of like arch your back and you uh, touch your heels. Don't do this because I don't want to get sued. I mean, I just banged up my thumb. It's so fragile out there, man. I just fell down and now my thumb's all thumped out. I'm wondering if maybe I'm going too hard, if maybe I'm doing this podcast maybe a little too hard. That's why I'm trying to break it up and be good to myself, but also be creative. And I think having a deadline and working on stuff and focusing, um, the, you know, first there's the moment and then there's the intention. And, you know, this is the intention is to uh, do these type of gigs. Uh, speaking of gigs, I have to say thank you to everybody that came out to the, uh, to the Young Ethel's 1972 show. It was packed. Uh, great crowd. I worked it, um, and I had a lot of fun, and we're going to do it again. I'm really excited about it. Um, yeah, it was just a, you know, I, it was the first time I ever did 
like I just had shout out to Maggie Champagne, Margaret Champagne, the great actress and a funny comedian. Uh, yeah, she did a great job opening the show, and it was it was hard. You know, this was just kind of a, a bar on Fifth Avenue on Tuesday at nine o'clock. Um, but it, it got packed, and by the time I was up there, and she warmed the room up great. And by the time I went up there, I had a blast, and uh, I, I started playing the beat machine. I started trying to rock some rhymes, uh, and, and it was a, a lot of fun. Just all of it. I tried all these different jokes. I tried I tried everything. I almost tried everything too much. <laughs> I think maybe I, uh, you know, you got to listen to the to the vibes. And the, and the vibes now are, you know, very high. Very high. Shout out to uh, Old Boy Cannabis. This is um, some of the best diesel drift out there. I have to get a shout out to them in the travel agency cannabis shop in New York City. Yeah, it, you know, as I've always said, all the legal cannabis shops in new york city are some of the best i would say in the world um in my taste i don't know it just kind of lined up that way and that's why i like coming up here man i have to say like living in the city for so long is just so nice to get into the outdoors and i'm, I'm excited to do more shows and i know i'm gonna be you know i just feel that uh just some of these diy shows and some of the stand-up um, that's been coming my way has been kind of non-traditional. I think all this stuff is moving in all these wild directions. And that's what I love about the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Um, right now it's the evening, so I, you know I don't have any um, cannabis per se. But I do have a microphone, and I do have an ice. <laughs> you can hear that. Um, I got, I'm icing my thumb down. Right here, live on air at the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Um, maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I just thought about that. Um, because this is electricity, you know. It's going into the Zoom microphone. And anytime, you know, I try to relax about doing this podcast. But, you know, it is on a microphone. It is being taped. So, it's, um, you know, you just deal with this, the situation as it comes. Oh! Like, I can't grab it. I had this Nalogene bottle, and I can't grab it right now because my thumb is thumped out. Oh, man. But, yeah, it was so much fun to do comedy. It was so much fun. Shout out to Harmon Leon. Shout out to Adam Dubin. These are all cats and friends of mine. Um, Adam has been on the podcast, but I got to get him on, and I got to get, um, I think Harmon's done it. Yeah, I think Harmon did it really early on. I need to have him on again. And I can't wait to make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. Right now, these type of podcasts, I think I'm going to do in kind of like the mixtape forum. Um, you can check out the AV files on the uh, YouTube page. Um, but yeah, just uh, living it, loving it um, in Vermont. Uh, the mountain is huge. Like, Killington is, like, the biggest fucking mountain. Um, and I've been to, like, Colorado, and I've been to Tahoe. But Killington, I don't know, man. <laughs> I didn't even scratch the surface. 
Um, and I was up there for a minute. Um, but yeah, this is some East Coast skiing. It's cold. I fell down. I have a bucket of ice. I'm doing a podcast. I have a half of a, a buffalo chicken um, roll up um, in the refrigerator that I'm very excited about. Very excited about. And then some serious chill time um, is exactly what I, I need. But at the same time, I love getting on here and just um, vibing it out and figuring it out. Um, figuring it out. Well, really, there's not much to figure out. <laughs> there's just um, so much, you know. So much music, you know, that's the thing is like the amount of music and then the amount of movies and the amount of media. That's what I was thinking about. It's like just the amount of media, the amount of podcasts, um, you've really got to be selective. So I appreciate everybody that is uh, smoking a dube <laughs> or just listening to this butt sober or drinking water. You know, you can listen to this podcast for a lot of reasons, whether it's cannabis, whether it's coffee, whether it's water, <laughs> whether it's for the uh, ski report, the once in uh, every three years ski report, um, and to find out all the exciting, exciting things about my stand-up career. You know, whether I'm drinking lime with the seltzer waters or whether I'm drinking lemon. Um, it's going to be switched up every, every night. And I have been doing a lot more stand-up. And that was the whole thing with doing like an hour on Tuesday. Like just to do an hour in a bar room like that was a really cool muscle to, you know, just to work on. And, and it was just very free and low-key. But not low-key. People came out. The bar was packed. I had some fans come out, um, had some people that have seen me here in Brooklyn, you know, and around Staten Island and New York, and I appreciate everybody. It was a Tuesday at nine o'clock in the south in the south uh, South Slope. Um, but hopefully, I'll do it again. Oh, I wanted to talk about the uh, Run DMC uh, documentary on Peacock. That was amazing. Uh, that, I mean, I fell asleep to that. Yeah, just the early on. And then they did such a good job on painting. Um, I thought it was just fascinating. DMC came out like the dopest. Um, they're all so dope. But uh, Jam Master J, that story is just so sad. And that's just real life. And I mean, I just remember that. I remember the vibe. I remember when they blew up. I remember how badass they were. I remember how it just came out of nowhere. Uh, but it didn't come out of nowhere. You know, it came out of New York City. That's the wild thing. That's, that's the wild style. You know, New York City, that's the thing. People ragging on New York City. The thing is, is that that's where hip-hop comes from. And people... Um, you know, it's kind of, it's gotten so big and um, violent and all kinds of stuff. But maybe, you know, I was talking to another cat and uh, maybe it's just, you know, I'm old, you know, it's perspective. And I think that it is, you know, that's why my judgment is whatever it is. 
But the only thing is I love it and I do it and I want to do more. Um, I think making music and being creative and writing is something that stabilizes me. But it also makes me a little wild. Um, you know, mentally, it's, uh, it's, t it's taxing. You know, to do this podcast isn't, you know, as easy as, oh, I'm just doing a podcast about the cannabis coffee hour. You know, it's just like, you got you got to do it every week and uh, you got to drink some coffee and you got to have some herb. <laughs> and that's whenever I, I get like, oh, this is rough or um, uh, I don't know what's going on. That's when I, I kind of always circle back to is that I do love coffee and shout out to all the coffee. I don't have any coffee right now. I had some coffee at the hotel here. Um, I don't know if I should give it a shout out or not. Um, but the coffee was good. You know, they had great, it's like the new England, like hotels up here. They were doing the coffee game. This is where like, um, Bob Newhart had a, uh, hotel, you know, uh, shout out Bob Newhart. Um, very funny comedian, very funny television show. I love this sh television show. Uh, the Bob Newhart television show. I would love to do a show like that, um, running a hotel. Um, and I did run a hotel, like the. I, I mean, I helped at the Green Tortoise Hotel in San Francisco. From the, I had that job for like two and a half years or two years. I lived there for like a year. Man, that was wild. Um, yeah, and I was just doing stand up and running around doing shows and uh, working and working at like three different places and then getting gigs. Um, yeah, it's been a, a long, strange trip. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Grateful Dead and listening to a lot of the Grateful Dead channel on Sirius XM and I love it. You know, uh, shout out to the Sirius XM Grateful Dead channel. Um, yeah, they have different things going on. I like listening to the different concerts and the years. And it makes you just, you know, and it's like original. And it always calms me down whenever I'm driving. Even if I'm not smoking herb. <laughs> uh, but then there comes a point where, you know, you just get oversaturated with everything. That's what it is about media, I think, is kind of going on. So I definitely want to just keep putting out something that's uh, positive vibration man um but also take it as it comes you know i can't wait to see the new bob marley thing i wish i could talk about that um it looks good it looks well acted um but i haven't gone out to see it and i think I've been running around a lot. I rarely get out to the movies. Um, like I said, I, yeah, I watched the Peacock thing, the Run DMC thing, um, a lot of uh, Grateful Dead on YouTube, some podcasts. Um, but I, like I said, it, and then I kind of get sucked into, am I wasting time or not? So I don't know. Uh, but I know everybody's kind of dealing with these thoughts. So that's why I kind of like documenting them on the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Uh, nighttime edition. On the road. Up in Vermont. Hanging with the wolves. Hanging with the eagles. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, walking around at night and seeing the moon. 
and breathing the air, it's like, dude, I feel like three years younger, just sucking in the air through my nose, just, just really good Vermont, fucking pine, it's beautiful. Um, my thumb is starting to heal. Uh, takes time for my wounded hand, cause it likes to heal. It is healing, all right. But I don't know. I don't want to get cocky, man. It hurt. I thought it was broke for a second. I don't know. Um, but I'm glad I'm here, and I'm glad I'm talking to you. I got some chocolate. I got some. <laughs> I got some food. Um. Um. Yeah. So I was. I mean, the Run DMC documentary is amazing and dope. And then I went down a whole YouTube wormhole and I was checking out. Um, it was the Fat Boys and Run DMC at the Apollo in 87. And Run DMC is at the very end of the show. And they do Proud to be Black in the Apollo. And it just rocks. And they're pretty much at the height. I don't know if 84 was like the super height. This is like, you know, coming down. And I guess they're just playing like, this is kind of random year for the Apollo appearance. They must have played it like, you know, 10 times. Um, but it was televised. Uh, and then I saw the Soul Train one also. Uh, I just went down a wormhole of all these performances. Uh, the Soul Train one is is interesting because they do lip sync, so you don't get it. But then they play Jam Master J, and that song is pretty much all bass. And I don't think they've ever heard that type of bass. And uh, the setup is just so raw with those cats. Like, it's just like pure amps and a couple mics in a DJ booth, and they're just going at it. Um, you know, that was the minimalist style. That was what was so cool about those cats. Yeah, just a lot of Run DMC and a lot of Grateful Dead uh, has been played as of late. And a lot of turnstile. I still rock some turnstile. I've been rocking this ice on this swollen thumb. But it went down. It, there's no blue. So I don't think it's broken. It's just red, but... It is a little disformed, but the ice has cooled it down. I can tell it helps it. Healing is such a good feeling. Like, it's like you come out of something. One of the things with meditation is, like, you're supposed to look towards... Whoa. This is a really good stop-and-go episode. Uh, there was some static I had to figure out. But I think it was because of my laptop was open and then it wasn't out. I just banged this thing on my glasses. I'm all over the place on this episode. But um, and the other thing I've been watching is a lot of easy Cajun vegetable soup. No, Ralph Baker. This dude um, is insane. Um, he just has a crazy Cajun accent. And he's like, first we start off with some butter and then we're gonna you know i don't know i do like the south i do like accents um 
and I do like cooking. I can watch cooking stuff forever, but I don't want to eat as much. Like the thing is, is like overeating. Like right then, like I had this like half of um, half a sandwich left. Um, instead of doing like a full bomb dinner, I just ate the half a sandwich and then I ate some delicious chocolate. I still got some. Somebody hooked me up with some peanut butter chocolate. Chocolate. It's just peanuts and chocolate. And it's amazing. So I'm just mowing that down. And that was perfect. Now I'm going to chill because, yeah, I was just exercising all day. And then my hands all swole up. And, um, yeah. But I definitely love doing this podcast out here on the road. I'll t- you know, this show this weekend is going to be strictly DIY punk rock. I guess the venue, shout out Matt Vita, <laughs> the venue changed. I think there were some licenses or something. I don't know. But when you do some of these one night gigs and they're usually in cool places, um, yeah. It's uh, usually kind of a gamble sometimes. And this time, you know, I don't know. I've been hitting some wrong numbers out there. But I guess you just got to keep a lot, like I said, good positive energy. And, you know, I got a lot of different things going on. Um, Thank you again. Everybody came out to 1972. I'm going to start workshopping that a little bit more. Um, I definitely want to go see the Bob Marley movie. Uh, Billy Strings, yeah, I've been listening to, I don't know, I've been, I have been hearing a lot about, like, country and and hip-hop, and right now, country seems to be (laughs) winning a little bit, uh, and then hip-hop, I think, but I still love it, you know, I love them both, that's the thing, is, like, all music, I don't know. You got to listen to everything. I mean, anybody that's like, this is all I listen to now. Sometimes th- those characters are good characters to be around. And I think you do got to, like, in this day of mass, so much media, um, there's too much variety in some senses. You got to figure out what works for you. Um, and I. I have been looking, watching some graffiti. I want to have some real graffiti artists on this podcast. Graffiti art, now, that's a whole thing. Yeah, I've been watching these videos. Shout out to Neckface. Um, Neckface is a graffiti artist, and I used to see his stuff come up early in San Francisco. I think we were doing, I was doing stand-up right when he was like coming up. There was another guy, Bigfoot, who I'm friends with, who's also, like, they all end up being, like, graphic design, design cats, art dudes. Um, And then the graffiti artists, I don't know, man, there's a criminal element. These guys are talking about getting arrested, arrested for painting. And that's so crazy. But, yeah, I guess the, the whole idea is going completely against the system, which I'm for, like, I totally get, but I'm not a nihilist in... And, uh, so in some sense, I like, I love the graffiti style, but not completely down with, you know, I don't know. And again, that's, you know, from a cat that's born in 1972 and learned to have some perspective, but you know, some of the best, uh, graphic design probably came from New York subway systems of graffiti, you know, definitely bubble letters, you know, all the major fonts that 
are used, you know, come from, um, a lot of them come from, well, come from graffiti and then comic books to graffiti. Comic books, comic books, comic books. Comic books are cool. That's the whole thing with DMC on the Run DMC documentary. What? Oh, sorry, man. This thing is being touchy. So yeah, I've been recording this in a po in a hotel. So I'm starting. <laughs> I'm getting like microwave vibes. Maybe the CIA's tracking down on old Rob. I don't know. Um, that Russian dude got taken out. Yeah, the world is moving very fast. But with all of that, I think you have to be generally aware. But I have to say, getting back to nature and uh, stretching. But I do think you, you can almost be closed off a little bit. I don't know. I'm still trying to balance out where um, politics come involved with art. But, hmm. I mean, that was something that I was talking about in the, my 1972 show. But we'll see. I definitely don't want it to be a proponent of the podcast. I like art. I like uh, graffiti art. And I would love to get some graffiti artists on here. Like I should reach out to old Neckface. Um, see if I can get him on. But they're running and gunning. Nobody's running and gunning more than a graffiti artist. Oh man, yeah. the 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 podcast is that I was watching about graffiti artists. It seemed to be, you know, yeah, dudes getting arrested, doing like real time, and then you're in jail with people that have done real stuff, and they're like, "Why are you in here?" And you're like, "I'm painting against the wall," and they're like, "Oh, I strangled my grandmother." You know, you're in there with some serious cats. Um. So yeah, it's a it's a heavy dynamic, and then to do that for your art. Ooh, yeah. Um, but it's also like free PR and, you know, getting up and out. Getting up. I always like that. And I feel that with stand-up, getting up. Like, a lot of it's just doing it. You know, everybody could sit there and go, blee, blah, blah, blah. But that's what's dope about the graffiti artist. It's just like, you know, it's this dull, usually industrial, dirty, you know, nasty you know kind of asphalt city thing bland and all of a sudden it's this major piece of art that's never been done before i mean some of the other shit's hacky these days but when i you know i was born in 72 so i kind of saw the early explosion of it all you know not to get too hip-hop you know thespian but yeah it, it does you know, I kind of remember graffiti kind of blowing up in the 70s, you know, right around like Rapper's Delight. It was like 77 to 79. And that kind of led into Run DMC. But first was graffiti. There was a time where graffiti, same thing when I remember skateboarding coming around in the 70s, that skateboarding, like there was just a time when it shined. And I think that's like with all pieces of, you know, that's what they say about things expanding and coming back together, you know, it's just like, especially with art, with conceptualizing and getting stuff out of your system, 
it just grows and grows and grows out of nowhere. And that's what I've always talked about with this podcast is making something out of nothing. And I think that all comes back down to the cannabis seed, you know, planting and growing. You know, I definitely need to get out there more in the field and I want to interview growers and talk to the growers. And I definitely want to celebrate Vermont's cannabis. I should be cruising around, but I'm just busy right now. Maybe on Saturday I might look up some stuff. But right now, you know, I got some New York cannabis, some uh, old boy. Check it out. Um, Diesel Drift. It's pre-ground. It's like in those big, it's like, it's like in a, like, you know, drum cigarettes. They have that and then it's just like ground. And it's, they sell it like by the two quarters. Like it's like, it's sick. It's uh, the perfect thing. And then, yeah. And then I also picked up some Harney and Son, and that, I've talked about them on the podcast. But that was like a New York tea company, so I knew like their grow facility. They would they've been growing tea for like ninety five years. They can grow cannabis, so I'm just really excited about getting out into nature and seeing the cannabis um, cultivation happening on a legal and like you know just a solid ground it's always been kind of underground underground is coming overground <laughs> overground is coming back underground um everything's moving shifting um, but then when you meditate and you can just slow down into this moment like i really have found solace in times just being alone and just working on my breath and uh and getting to it to a point like just shutting down, I kind of understand what you know what the what the illusions of the brain you know they're kind of these mental concepts, but you know we all wrestle with them all day long. But when you see them as mental concepts, at least I can notice them, and then I can swing it back to square one, and that's when I start breathing. This is like not even Zen shit. This is like the Navy SEAL box breath, which I guess is like they say is like four in, four back down, and then when you're pausing, four. So it's like... So yeah, box breath. Also, it's good for beatboxing. These are great exercises for... <laughs> I could make this just a strictly beatbox podcast. Like, that's all we're doing, my man. We're just pumping the beatbox. Yeah, I was another... <laughs> I keep on talking about podcasts. I need to start reading books. I didn't bring any books on this uh, trip. Um, but I have been reading... Um, yeah, the Zen books... Um, but the podcast that I watched was Willie D, which is, he was in the uh, hip-hop group, the Ghetto, Ghetto Boys. And Willie D was interviewing Dougie Fresh. And that's a really, really interesting interview. If you want to know a lot about entertainment and hip-hop and society and health, Dougie Fresh came out with the show, Lottie Dottie, which I remember the 12-inch. There wasn't an album. There was a 12-inch. It had the show on the one side, and it had Lottie Dottie. 
And this thing was the hottest thing ever. Not on the radio, but everybody had it. If you were cool, <laughs> or if I, you know, if you knew anything about hip hop or music, like you had to have because in like one side is like strictly beatboxes, Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick, and then I think maybe are they both all beatbox? Thought he died. Jesus, man, like acapella style, like so crazy. Dougie Fresh is like the best entertainer, like. He can rap, he can beatbox, he can dance. Doing the Dougie, that's what he is. He can produce, he makes beats. Um, yeah, that's the kind of New York hip-hop that I... He's, he makes an appearance in the film Beat Street, which is one of my favorite films. Um, and he pops in during the Christmas rap, and he rips uh, his definitive style of beatboxing. Which was much uh, different than the human beatbox. But, uh, yeah, so this interview between these two cats was super interesting. Super, And uh, the other interesting thing about Dougie Fresh is he had a health food store in Harlem for a long time. He still might. But he was talking about health and eating right and working out and, and, and you know, especially doing shows and doing entertainment. Full knowledge. Passing knowledge. And I guess maybe that's what this podcast is about. You know, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. I just got to pass knowledge on. And my knowledge is, if you're in New York, go to the legal cannabis spots. There's even a government page where you can see which ones are opening up. And most of them are good. But uh, the travel agency is amazing. Gotham's amazing. And Housing Works is amazing. Um, and the brands are, are top notch. Old boy, check them out. Um, but I know Vermont has these things. You know, it's it's coming into craft business. You know, that's even like you know, I I heard like Budweiser was bought out by a German company. Like a lot of the big companies are like these big international things. That's the thing about craft beer or small cannabis grows. Like the quality is just so much better. And it's actually going to somebody and not some big thing, Bob. Some Bob. That's what I call corporations, some thing, Bobs. But there's nothing wrong with dealing with some thing, Bobs, because they pay the bill. Um, but I think, you know, you got to mix it up with everything. Like, even when you go like too hardcore to the left, or you go too hardcore to the right, or you go too hardcore with smoking weed, or hard to, too hardcore with coffee. Like, there's, there's limits. And that's the thing about, like, being filthy rich or wanting to be all, of, you know, having everything. For me, when I have it, I end up, like, stuffing my face with it. So it's almost like it's good to figure it out. Um, and the mystery, the unknown, that's the coolest part. I didn't know I was going to be in Vermont. I didn't know this podcast would be... I was thinking about that. Like, this is over like four years now that I'm just chugging along weekly. You got to subscribe to the uh, YouTube page. Um, 259. Growing. I really am going to get into... I, I, I won't talk into... I, I, I got some ideas coming up and some guests coming up. I got some 
Um, I'm just meeting interesting, sir. You know, things are just changing so fast and after the pandemic. So every time I go out or do any comedy stuff or stuff pops up out of the blue, it really like pops up out of the blue these days. So a lot of it, I'm just trying to trust and, but also make sure I work and fucking, uh, follow through with this shit, you know, put it down, put a podcast down 259. Um, one more time. Yeah. <laughs> share. Is that one more time? Uh, share keeps on going. That's the gig. It's just to keep on going until the going's done. But not overdo it. A lot of times it's like knowing when to stop, knowing when to quit, um, figuring it out. I was just watching, yeah, I, Method Man, I'm a huge fan of, um, all of the Wu-Tang, you know, a lot of New York hip-hop, but there was a, you know, I don't know, I'm, I'm definitely more zoned into the 80s than I am the 90s now with hip-hop. I think just the, the point where it goes guns, guns hardcore is like i don't know there's something about watching that old run dmc and old fat boys and just the entertainment aspect of it all and me doing stand-up for so long i just understand the entertainment aspect um keeping it clean and mean but you know times change and things are different and uh i know i talk about music and change with music but i guess you know i'm playing more guitar i'm making more beats i would be playing a beat machine during this whole thing um but i think it's nice to sometimes you know just do the um solo vocals (laughs) singing i have to say like making music like going into the vocal booth Putting something down, putting a composition down, um, creating. Like, there is a point where it's like, no, it's go time. You have to go. Everybody wants a cannabis coffee hour podcast, but you got to do it. Got to drink some coffee and you got to smoke some cannabis and got to keep it funky and fresh. Um, Let's see what else. Just lots of, uh, yeah. Yeah, as much as I do change, all the like the original stuff, I still like. You know, all the the early, you know, early Beastie Boys. I still, you know, I love watching reaction videos to Beastie Boys stuff, and uh, in some in some Clutch, a couple other bands I like to watch um, to see people that's never heard of it, because now there's just been so many generations and time going by. And I do like, and I don't have a fresh perspective about it. So I like to see that fresh spark. Um, But I do have that spark. Everybody has that spark. That spark of life. um, When it doesn't, isn't dull. Excitement. Like thunder and lightning. Hot damn, it's so exciting. Uh, That's a thin Lizzy, like metal song. Uh, let's see. 
Oh, yeah. At my show, 1972, I had a bunch. I had like three of the canned drinks. I lo- And I did like 15 minutes. Um, canned beverage. C-A-N. Yeah, these things are awesome. THC and CVD infused drinks. Uh, buy weed sodas and cans. C-A-N-N. Yes. I had this lavender drink. It's a grapefruit one. Now, I don't think it had like full tea. It had mostly CBD. Um, There's that buzz again. But yeah, I super enjoyed I had like three or four of those. And I didn't drink any beer. I just had those at my show. Um, And I think that's what my go-to will be. Uh, I enjoyed it. I had a good buzz. And um, and then I slept with zero hangover. So, shout out to Can, hook it up, drink Can, C A N N. Um, definitely. And it and and it looks good and fine drinking at bars. Not drinking when I because I don't drink alcohol. Um, I'm not against it. I saw a beer today that kind of looked good. That I was like, uh, I always liked a one IPA or something. But not right now. I got to get up and ski. Like I always got to make sure it's something. Um, but not drinking alcohol, hanging out in bars, going to shows. Uh, I like the can drink and the Liquid Death is cool too. Um, shout out to Liquid Death. I, I'm a fan of them. They don't even sponsor this podcast. Um, but we'll figure that out. But I appreciate everybody listening. Um, I appreciate everybody loving and growing with the podcast. We're going to be back. I love doing this thing. I'm going to have guests. We're going to keep it funky and fresh (laughs) for 1983 and beyond. Uh, Peace 